Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. And I am Will. And today we're talking about the final episode, at least of this season, of What If, um, the Marvel series that we've been following for the past month or so. Um, yeah, so, like we talked about, um, this one kind of brings the, this story that they're doing, which is like a story, or multiple stories kind of all going together within a bigger story. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm very satisfied with this season, the way they did it. That's, that's what I'll say. What are your thoughts? So, I, yeah, I agree. I'm As satisfied with the, way, um, with the way that everything wrapped up, with the way that everything was brought together. Um, yeah, the only, the only thing I will say was, well, the only thing I will say is the way that, the way that everything kind of came together at the end was a little loose for me. Like yeah. it just it just seems so random the way the watcher just kind of went around and and grabbed this person grabbed that person it was very much like I'm going to put together this hodgepodge for very specific reasons but whatever we'll we'll worry about all that later um right right I don't know I kind of feel like like there was no rhyme or reason with all of the episodes and then all of a sudden at the end they were like well we have to put everything together let's just do this and that's uh, inevitably what we got it was cool for what it was like visually yeah. visually it was amazing the story eh i i i could have taken it or leaving it this was very but like like i said this was very much something to marvel at pun intended this was it was really cool <laughs> it was really cool the way the things ended. yeah yeah I mean, that's we needed some type of cohesion. You know, everything else has been has been its own thing, and we're like, oh, that was fun. Oh, that was fun. You know, very Treehouse of Horror, like we talked about before. But then, you know, they they made it come together, and they're like, okay, they're giving us a full story out of these little stories. You know, it, it seems that it worked really well with Wandavision, so that's what they were doing here is something where it's like it's different, it's different, it's different. I mean, same story, but different, but different. And then it becomes, you know, here's where we're going. Here's the mission. Here's how we're going to finalize this. You know, if the formula works, you know, just don't milk it too long. But, you know, it works out well. And not, I think not too many people have looked at it the same way we have. Um, not, I'll say not just your regular viewer, but since we sit here and talk about them so often, I think we, we look and we see a lot of comparisons. It's like the, the Star Wars fans who hated The Force Awakens because it's like, all you did was retell New Hope. You know, it's like when you when you're looking for similarities or differences, you're gonna find them. But if you're just watching it, it's enjoyable and it works out well. It's like saying a song. It's like okay, intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, guitar solo, breakdown. Uh, you know, verse or you know, chorus, chorus, end. You know, like that's a normal rock rock song formula. But everybody does it, and nobody seems to get bored of it yet. I mean, that's why you have prog rock bands who, who don't do that at all. I I, I kind of see where you're coming from. I mean, The Force Awakens was very over the head. I have a feeling like 
all of Star Wars fans in general kind of saw the comparisons between that movie and New Hope. That was very, right. like, we are smacking you over the head with the comparisons. We are retelling New Hope directly. Accept this. It wasn't... Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. And when it comes to WandaVision, WandaVision was a cohesive story from beginning to end. This this, this wasn't. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. There was one story there, but it was also, like, changing, changing. The, the feel of it changed every episode. But this one was definitely a bunch of different things coming together. So, there are things you can compare. And it, it is a similar type of formula where it's like, change, change, change. And then the last two episodes are like, okay, we're really in this at this point. You know, like, it's not, you know, we're not, we're not playing. We don't have the facade anymore. And that's what happened here. It's it's like it's a numbers game. You know, the numbers matched up, you know, keep people guessing, keep keep people guessing. And then finally, it's like, oh, here's what's going on. Last two episodes, you know, mm -hmm. which you really do need at least two episodes to give a a final story. Like there's the big like, here's what's going on. Here's how it's going to like what needs to happen. Here's the the climax. And then there's the ultimate ending. You know, you need that. So if you looked at this one giant movie, it fit well. In that sense, I guess. I'm talking about lengthwise and just as far as storytelling goes, not... <laughs> I wouldn't watch this whole thing as a movie. That wouldn't make sense. No, not at all. But anyway, let's, let's kind of get into the episode, shall we? Um, so it starts off with basically Peggy. She's, you know, Captain Carter. And it's pretty much the beginning of the Winter Soldier, right? Was that, I think it was Winter Soldier is the, is the one that this one is kind of based off of when he's um, about to go onto that ship and they're trying to figure out what the pirate stole or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she, and it, what I liked about it too was that her, um, her uniform was, was reminiscent of the, the Winter Soldier, you know? The suit was like, was very resembling Captain America's suit in the Winter Soldier. You know, just the straight colors, no red, white, and blue. It was just like, just like silver or white, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they pretty much redid this whole beginning. They had their little back and forth, girl talk, jokey stuff. You know, different types of conversation than than uh, Natasha would have had with Cap because uh, he's not a girl. Um, and you see her there. They go off, and at this point, she's fighting that dude <clears throat> that we saw later on again in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And um, at that point, the Watcher just basically shows up. And he's just like, you've been chosen, come with me. Then he goes overseas to T'Challa, who's saving Peter Quill from Ego, which was actually pretty cool to see. And then he's like, he's like, oh, you stay right here. He goes, what? Peter Quill, who hasn't changed at all, just he's not Star-Lord, says, what, hang out with the giant baby man cape dude? Because that's, that's a good description of what the Watcher is. He's a giant, giant baby man cape dude. So, anyway... Something like um, that. Chooses to T'Challa, chooses Gamora, not Stark, <laughs> uh, Killmonger, and you've got Thor who's fighting Ultron and all of his, like, drones in Vegas. And they, I don't, I really enjoyed what they did with Ragnarok, but they have gone way over the top with his character in this, with how, like, he's basically become what they did to um, Drax in Guardians 2, where he's just the comic relief. Like, the entire time. It's just you, him being, like, obliviously ridiculous. You gotta remember that this is also a version of <laughs> Thor that didn't learn responsibility because he did not have Loki. True, true. It's just... <laughs> but he was still he was still kind of tough, though. If you watch the first Thor movie, he wasn't just like this, you know, when... when uh, it, no, he wasn't just this dummy playboy character. No. He was... 
I don't know. Whatever. The, the way that they're doing this, is, it's it's strange. So, but anyway, he's over there in Vegas, and he gets, he gets chosen, not paying attention. The Watcher's like, Thor, Thor. He's totally just in, into himself. And Watcher reaches down with his giant hand and picks him up, and Thor is just screaming as he's pulled out of his universe. Screaming like a little girl. Yep. Um, okay, I, I laughed at it, because if they're going to go over the top with him, keep going. Just just keep going. You know, don't, just, whatever. Don't lose it suddenly because of whatever. I mean, even in Endgame, he was such a big joke, you know? With the big fat suit and everything. Basically looking like the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they're all brought into this pub facade that, um, that the... What would you call him again? Dark Doctor Strange? I guess. That's what I would call him. Uh, yeah, we call him Dark Doctor Strange. That He brings them into this place so they can kind of brief the team and explain to them, like, why they're there and what the plan is. He, he explains to them, basically, they're the, they're the last the last hope to save, all, save the universe, and he, at that point, calls them the Guardians of the Multiverse. I, I, yeah. Okay, thoughts so far? <laughs> None really. I mean, we we knew that this was going to happen at the ending of, at at the ending of last week. We knew that there were everybody was going to come together. We didn't know who, but we knew that this was going to happen. Right. I said it before in the strange episode. I am much more interested in this strange. I think Better to Cumberbatch is bringing a lot more to the table just by voice acting alone mm-hmm. than he actually did playing Doctor Strange in the movies, which is really weird. <laughs> okay. But but he is. He's yeah. he's bringing a lot more emotion and a lot more character to the table this time around. I don't know if that's just because he's voice acting, so he's just being a little bit more animated than he normally would. But this, like, his, his performance here is incredible. And I'm, I'm much mm-hmm. more interested in this. Um... I really hope. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where he goes with the new movie. I mean, we've only seen we've only gotten one movie with him, and then we've gotten him kind of peppered into the Avengers movies. So, I mean, we we will see how it goes and now he, that he's more comfortable yeah, with an American in, accent in in his standalone movie and in you know Infinity War and Endgame of what we saw him. He was very deadpan. Right. He 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 didn't he didn't emote all that much here no you actually you actually get it like i actually see him as more of a strange type character now and i I think it's i think it's awesome if he if he's able to you know carry a little bit of this over and it goes back to a discussion we had a while ago i think when we were um I, i forget what show we were talking about but we were having a conversation a while ago about who would kind of pick up the mantle as leader if if mm. if if Strange can bring this into the like live action character, I would have no problems with Strange kind of picking up the mantle and leading whatever's to become of the Avengers moving forward. I think he would be a great yeah. fit for something like that. If he can, if he can I agree. do this, I, I think if he can, if he can perform like this and he can actually emote and 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 bring a lot of oh my god, a lot of. A lot more character to the character. Charisma. I would love charisma. It. Okay, yeah, fine. Charisma. If he if he could do that, I would have no problem, zero problems, with 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 Strange right. being being the head honcho, the leader moving forward. This is I I think he's great. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I I remember when we first saw um 
Stark and Strange interact um, in Infinity War, I, re- I remember just being like, oh, these two are they're both like sarcastic, like rich jerks. This is in- this is going to be interesting. You know, I mean, he wasn't rich at that point, but like he was at one point. He still has that type of attitude, you mm-hmm. know, like. So I was like, hmm, let's see how this goes with the two of them. And I think. You know, they're both very smart. They're geniuses. Um, it's it would fit into place that he could step in as that um, even even just as a character, not so much as as a leader, but just the character himself. You know, he, he was his character was enjoyable enough that it would carry the franchise still. And I'd be fine with that. And that's a lot coming from me, considering how much I loved Iron Man, you know. So, yeah. Um, so this this pub facade that they're, you know, that Strange basically manifested that they're sitting in is is just like kind of hanging in the middle of this weird. Uh, I don't know what to call it. it. For some reason, it reminded me of a TARDIS. I know you don't watch Doctor Who, but I know what uh, a TARDIS cause is. Because at one point, Th- Thor goes to open the door. And when he opens the door, it's like this crazy, like they're in the middle of nowhere and Strange is just kind of like, you know, keeping them up in stasis, you know, somewhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it very much looked like a Doctor Who scene where you open the door. It's like, don't go out that door, you know, and Thor's out there screaming. Um, so at that point, they're, they're getting into who Ultron is, giving them the basic rundown of what he did, what they're going to do, and... Thor the entire time is still just a joke. Like everything he says is just ridiculous. He goes, "Oh yeah," like I, he's like, "Could you explain that again for some of the people who don't understand it?" I mean, I clearly understand the whole thing, but you know, just one more time so everybody else in the room can understand what the plan is. You know, just Thor. But they have the Infinity Stone Crusher. Did we see this before? It looks like a device that we've seen at one point, but I, I don't remember it being an Infinity Stone Crusher. I don't ever remember seeing. Or hearing about the Infinity Crusher. This is the okay. first time I've ever like seen a or that heard about this device. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it was okay, anyway. here it is. If it was brought up, maybe it was in either a deleted scene or some throwaway line that was just never, you know, referred back to. Something like that. But I, this is, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah, it's, um, hmm. It makes no I sense. I just, I don't recall it. <laughs> no. It makes zero sense. The Infinity Crusher. It, it doesn't, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> I'm and still trying and, to figure and, it out. And the thing is, is like, it wasn't even needed. You know what I mean? Like, so I really, I was having right. a very hard time <laughs> understanding why was this introduced I mean, getting ahead of myself a little bit, but it 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 didn't matter <laughs> like at all. So it was like this is this is an this is an odd decision to make to introduce the Infinity Crusher. Huh? Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying. I was trying to make some sense of it, and I'm like, I I just don't get it. I mean, it was basically one of those those. Um, machines you see people make videos of now where it just crushes things. They're like, hey, what happens if you put a tennis ball in it? How about if you put a glass in it? How about if you put a guitar in it? Like, it's just a crusher. Okay. Anyway, they have an infinity crusher. 
Right. This crushes the Infinity Stone. It, it just this was the MacGuffin that just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> like oh, we have this thing. That's our plan. Well, well, that's a great plan. Well, it wasn't even. Why it, didn't we have that? It, it before? wasn't even really a MacGuffin <laughs> because it didn't work. Like it didn't need to be there. Yeah. It served. This thing well, served no yeah. purpose. Well, I think. I think it was meant to explain what you were confused about before, which was, I thought that these stones only worked in their own universe type thing, but I don't know. Anyway, they get, they, they come up with this game plan. The plan is basically steal the mind stone. Once they have that, they can, they can, they can get a way to knock him down, get the stones and they can crush the stones. Okay, whatever. That's their plan. And so they get to this, this universe that's, that's, seemingly lifeless mm. you know there's nothing there and they all is like oh this calls for a drink so strange makes some drinks they all sit there and go to toast it and he starts toasting was he directly quoting shatner or just being really weird I think it, it sounded was like it must have been a shat it's it, it, i was on i'm on the same page as you it sounded like he was quoting shatner from something <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't, I ha didn't watch all Star Trek. It's not, I, I'm more of a, of a warhead than a Trekkie. Yeah, so, it's, it's um, same. I'm not, I'm not a Trekkie. I, I don't know very much about the Star Wars universe. I am sure Trek, that there, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that somebody out there knows exactly where this is from and what movie and, and, and the timestamp and everything else that they can point to and say, it's this. And they're probably freaking out right now and they probably love this. Good for all of you. Yeah, so feel I, free to comment and let us know what that is because I'm not I looking just, it up. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, he's 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 definitely doing this weird thing where it's, it almost reminds me of um, you remember Meet the Parents where they ask Greg, who's, you know, Jewish to pray and he's and he just starts quoting a song because he doesn't know how to pray. He's mm. just kind of going through it. He's just like, oh, help us to love thee more dearly, dearly, follow you more clearly day by day by day by day by day. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's what this reminded me of, like. He he jumped in, started started doing it, and they're all like, "Um, yeah, let's just move on from this." Yeah, pretty it much. It was a really weird. It it didn't need to be there. It was just some weird comedic thing that I guess if you were a big Shatner fan, it would be funnier. I don't know. It it, it was amusing. Anyway, Ultron arrives because Thor, as he said, he attracts unwanted attention. Sure. Um, he arrives, and Strange goes ahead and, like, shields everybody up with this crazy shield system that almost looks like everybody had a Hulkbuster on them made of whatever stuff he does. Um, spell of protection. And is, that what he, is that what he called it? A spell of protection or a protection spell? Yes. Yeah, protection spells, kind of yeah. like what he was doing before. It's all these different spells. Um, but he protects them all with this you know, spell armor. Um. Thor turns around, says, I know how to deal with this party pooper, and shouts out, Viva Las Vegas, as he attacks Ultron. So, yeah, and I love it. As it's happening, Ultron's like, huh, I haven't heard that pal cry before. It's just ridiculous that Thor just, he never stops. Nope. He never stops in this whole series. He never stops, but whatever. So, um, th they go through this, um, you're going to have to remind me here. I, they're, they're basically, 
Ultron's not having it. They smack, he smacks him down, and he says the term all too easy. Oh, that's Star Wars. That's what it is. It was Darth Vader. I'm like, yes. I'm trying to figure out where in the MCU it was with all too easy. You no, know, it's that's when um easy. when Luke goes into the um into the carbonite. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I'm sitting there saying like it doesn't seem like MCU, but it's something I know very well. Wow. And the next word out of, goes, oh. and the next word out of Ultron's mouth is interesting, which is also the next word out of Vader's mouth in that scene. <laughs> exactly. Direct, so, direct that was a great... reference to Empire. Directly. Exactly. So cool. I loved it. So of course you, of course you did. Um well, of course I did. I mean, you're mixing two of my favorite things in one one area. You know, all they needed was like, you know, Eddie Van Halen solo in the background or something and it'd be all set. Um uh, so let's see here. Usually he's like, Oh, these people are usually much easier to kill. <laughs> That's interesting. So Thor throws up a hammer. And I had to rewind this because I missed it, but Strange makes it multiple hammers. Yeah. That was actually kind of cool. Just a bunch of flying hammers just going and attacking him. Um, so T'Challa goes up to Ultron's head and does the whole sticky fingers thing and gets the soul stone. Okay, they got the soul stone. I didn't see how he did, but that's because I thought that the soul stone was still in his head. I didn't realize it was on his chest. So that was, I guess, pretty easy for him to grab. And he was able to grab it because he had the protection spell. That's the only reason why he was able to actually hold it, you know, in his hand and it didn't affect him or change things or whatever. Anyway, we got hammers all around and he's like surrounded by hammers, blows it up with lightning. That doesn't seem to do much. And then Strange or Dark Strange comes out as a three-headed dragon and just breathes fire all over him. And like, I think Thor said something along the lines of like, where was that the entire time? Like, that would have been really useful. Um, but then you see Ultron who's freaking out because, and he's really mad. It's like, what? My soul stone. Who stole my, you stole my stole my soul stone. He freaks out and gets, he gets nervous and really angry at this point, but he still has all the other infinity stones. So the dude's still pretty strong. Yeah. Um, but at this point <laughs> I laughed out loud when strange just opens up a portal and zombies just dump out all over Ultron. <laughs> Ridiculous. Again, it's 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 just it's so funny to me that they were able to t- take everything we've seen so far, including a bunch of ridiculous zombies. Yeah. And it was all these zombie Avengers and this and that and everything coming out. And then it's like and Thor's just like zombies. I love it. Yeah. Well, something else came in with the zombies and you see Wanda. I was I will say I'm disappointed about this. Really? Oh, absolutely. OK. Because we know how strong Wanda is, and we know that she could have taken Thanos apart. They did this way too quick. There was a quick little fight, and all of a sudden she was surprised because he was, um, he was both, he, yeah, basically, she was surprised because he was going to blow the whole thing up, or blow her up. It was, like, way too quick. I wanted to see more of a fight between the two of them. Well, you, I don't, wasn't, you don't agree? I wasn't, it's like no, twice. Because she had, I mean, Ultron has what? He still has four out of the five stones. Yeah, and the last time we saw um, Scarlet Witch with Thanos, she was doing a pretty good number on him, and he had all the stones. So. Really? Well, he powered I'm just right saying. through her magic and crushed Vision's head. Oh, there. 
with oh, no yeah, problem. That was, that was the point that he got the stone. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about before. Whatever. Yeah, that was Infinity War. Yeah. I'm saying when she came back, you well, took in, everything in, in, in from Endgame, me. In Endgame, he didn't have any apart. of the stones. You're right, you're right. I forgot about that because they were trying to get the gauntlet. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Still. I was not still, that I was not disappointed with this at all. It makes it makes complete uh, sense. I mean, this is a this, it does. <laughs> at this point Ultron is like I'm just I'm just very disappointed we didn't get we didn't get anywhere both in Endgame or in this more of Wanda actually doing what Wanda does. You know, but then again she's a zombie, so the fact that she could do anything is ridiculous. So, I'm more anyway. upset that a zombie kind of broke character and had a surprised look on its face. That that upsets me more than Wanda not being Wanda. Well, the fact that all these zombies can use their powers and they can coordinate in the first place yeah. makes me not surprised that they would stop for a second and realize what's going on. I guess so. Because um, they were zombies, but they weren't necessarily just like some weird whatever. Like they, they caught some virus in the quantum realm and it ended up being some disease, but they still had some sense of... And I think I shared this with you before about the uh, the short film Zombie Juice we did. And if anybody's interested, uh, let me know because maybe I can find a copy of it somewhere. Um, just a, it was like a fifteen minute short we did. We're actually uh, on IMDb, so you could look it up. Uh, but in that, the zombies were actually smart zombies. They were able to coordinate, mm. so they actually set a trap for somebody, and um, and we capitalized and sprang the trap. It was like perfect. So anyway, that's just it was just a weird take on the zombie genre. That we did for that. And I, I think at this point, we've all seen the same type of zombie. You got two zombies, right? There's the fast, um, there's the A Romero and the E Romero, right? The two different zombies. There's the fast runners, the ones that are like more like rate, like they have rabies and they're running around frantically. And then you've got the, the slower decaying zombies, you know, the ones that they can't coordinate, you know, they're unable to move fast, you know, those t- tend to be the two types of zombie movies we've seen. Um, but thinking zombies, well, that's it's more like they're vampires, you know? They still have their brains to a point, but they're just obsessed with eating brains. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe that's how they stay so smart. So, they all end up at this point in a universe where Natasha is the last survivor. Like, ultimately, the last survivor there. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, is this the same one that we saw with Clint? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So yes. that's right back there. She's the last one. That's why she had the um, Zola thing. Okay, so Ultron arrives to basically take them all out. But it, I love how surprised he is, and he gets really angry. He's like, I can destroy entire galaxies with just a thought. Why won't you die? And so they, they come around. I don't know what it was that changed suddenly because they're like, okay, He's like, wait, what? And they're all just like hitting them hit after hit after hit. They're taking this guy out. Every single one of them there is like they're flying by, kicking him, knocking him. He's like, don't even give him a chance to think. Let's just keep on hitting him. Mm-hmm. And he tries to use the time stone, which was awesome. But and here's where we run into the issues of consistency. Strange has one, too. Yeah. And he uses it to basically counteract Ultron stone. So. Mm. This is not canon. That's how I'm explaining no. this away. <laughs> right. It's the only explanation I can think of. There's no other way to look at this. This is not canon. But no, they already, but they already explained it later on about the Stone Crusher. So they're, they're sticking with that same 
reality that the stones are specific are individual to each individual universe they can't be because if that was the case then what one or both of these stones would not work depending on what universe they're in so no exactly my thought so this whole that's, thing that's why make sense. i'm saying this is not canon we cannot think about I... things like that they're not doing that then why does she say the stone crusher doesn't work because it's not her world she doesn't say the stone crusher doesn't work Yes, it is. No, she doesn't. The he Ultron mm. says Ultron. What did he? Say, what does he say? He has like multiples. He has. He has like. It's alluded to that he has multiples of the stones at his disposal. It's not that the Stone Crusher didn't okay. work. It's just that he has others. Oh, I didn't catch that at all. But okay, because the Stone. Okay, so the Stone Crusher, in a sense, works. And crushes some stones, but he just kind of pops back up and, and he has replacements. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't catch that part. Okay, that's what I missed. So See, This is the problem with only watching it once. <laughs> okay, so that happens. And, and again, this is why I'm saying I take none of this seriously. I, none of <laughs> what we're seeing in this cartoon is canon. It is goofy. Uh-huh. It is fun. Anything... Anything about the universe that was established in either WandaVision or Loki or, or you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, you can't carry that into this cartoon. It's just, it, it's, yeah. it's, it doesn't, for first and foremost, it doesn't make sense. And you and I would just be sitting here talking in circles because we would be trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And two, it, it wouldn't really be fair. To, to the universe itself. Right. This, is, this is just, this is ridiculous. The point of it is to be ridiculous. Take nothing seriously. Yep. So that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. I just, I just like when they, when they keep consistency, you know, in something. Okay, but if you're going to keep consistency, you want to keep consistency from live action to a cartoon? Well, if they're, if they're using characters that have been established in live action... And they're picking up and they're, and they're, yeah, these characters were established and originally shown to us in live action. So we should already know their backstories. And that's why we're following along with this. They weren't saying, hey, by the way, if this changed too, they're just saying, what if this happened at this point? You know, it's all these branches, you know, they're not saying, hey, what if everything we say here is complete baloney and just, just forget everything you ever knew about the MCU and just watch this independently. That would be one thing. But if they're taking characters that were introduced in something, it's, it's like saying the Star we Wars Holiday Special We weren't introduced out. to any of Listen, these characters. They're all from different universes. Right. Hmm. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll pull back. No, I'm, I'm just saying if you br- if you bring up the it. point <laughs> if you bring up the point that we were introduced to these characters, okay, fine. We weren't though. We, we have met none of these characters. They're all from different places. They're all from different universes. Nobody in this show is from 616. At what? None of them. But isn't that the point of there being a branch? Because this is all about branches. So if something changes, it's a branch. It's a new reality. That's why we're getting this because of what happened at the end of Loki. Okay, fine. Which then was if considered you're, canon. If you're making okay, if you even if you are branching off into different realities, you're not branching off into a different reality from Earth six one six. You're branching off from other universes entirely. 
Mm. Okay. Because, okay, and even more to your point, we get to the end of this thing, and Natasha is back with the Avengers. So, in, in the world yeah. that we know, in, in, in the universe that we know, everything else has been leading right. up to this point. If, if, you know, if your theory is correct, there, none of these characters are anybody that we've actually met. Mm-hmm. You can look at it a couple okay. of different ways, but I, I'm, I'm choosing to path of least, yeah. least resistance here, man. This is, this is ridiculous. Right. I was it's looking goofy. at it as, as a branch. It doesn't make sense. So, for example, you see Tony Stark sitting in the Humvee. He gets blown up, but the branch is a Killmonger showed up. That's the branch. Something changed. Okay, got it. So we knew that Tony before Killmonger showed up, and when he did, it created boop an alternate reality, you know. And it's just like, boop, something else changed there. So there was another one still going straight or another one that branched off. But that's the whole question about time travel and yeah, but multiverse this isn't time and all travel. that. That's that just, just, makes a, you different, that's just a different universe where Tony never became Iron Man. Right. Well, I'm not saying it was time travel. I'm just saying it's, it's the problem when we talk about time travel or anything with multiple universes. It just it doesn't make sense because what do you, we when, when, when there's a... You know, an infinite amount of universes. An infinite amount just, of universes. Like what happens to... An infinite amount of possibilities. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Moving on. So... <laughs> um, out comes the Hydra. That's fun. Dark Strange turns into the Hydra and basically pulls down Ultron, which is awesome. That's right? awesome. This is, and as that's this happening... Is, this is amazing. It was pretty cool. Like it I was a want, gigantic Hydra that he just morphed I, into. I want this so bad. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want this strange so bad in the MCU. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This is awesome. It's not gonna happen. Huh? <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Why? Uh, you really didn't think they're gonna bring in Dark Stain? Well, you know why? Because it's not canon, Will. That's why. Exactly, but they could easily do it. Yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen yeah, the could. trailer? Have you seen the trailer for No Way Home? When and Strange mm-hmm. just messes everything up, they could very easily, they could very easily, I know, do something very interesting with Strange moving forward. That would could be could be very interesting. Yep. That's why I'm saying so, I I want this. I'm not saying that I want you know. Well, I kind of do want a Hydra to to pop out of his arms. I think that would be amazing. But that's. Neither here nor there. I think they could do. Ver- I think some very interesting, with interesting things with Strange is absolutely on the table. Especially now that we know that he kind of messes everything up and he gets a spell wrong or whatever, and he creates chaos. I think the possibilities with that character right now are endless. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we get something like this. It's, you know, right. think of it. I, I don't know. I want to see it. Right. But that's just me. But I, I, I want to see you. this. <laughs> All right. Well, only a few more months until uh, we see the multiverse. Or yeah. Not the multiverse, but um, No Way Home. I mean, duh. No Way Home? Yeah. I mean, No Way Home. Oh, I feel like this is the movie we've been waiting for, but it's not. <laughs> multiverse of Madness is a whole other movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited to see where they're going with all this stuff. Yes. Like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm, I'm, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So, The Crusher... It's not just some machine they hold. It's got legs and <laughs> runs over to Ultron when they stick the stone in a Ted. Oh, yeah. Runs over there and starts grinding the stones off his chest. Yep. 
I did not expect that to be what was going to happen. Neither did I. I figured it was some kind of machine. You put it in there, the thing cranks up and then cr- and then destroys the stone. Not this weird grindy thing that like was autonomous and <laughs> would run over there and start doing that. But okay, whatever. Um, then that's when you realize that the stone crusher was only good for the stones from Gamora's world. And it didn't actually work out because they're all like, we did it, right? And it's like, no, th- I'm thinking just time-wise, there's no way this is the end. So oh, Ultron no. realizes that Ultron at this point realizes that Strange is the one protecting them and need to take him out first. Once he gets him down, then he can basically get everybody else out. Now he gets it. So um, I think I totally skipped the part that, oh, no, no, no I didn't. Anyway, they're there with Natasha. She sees the arrow that has Zola. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I'm glad this came back in um, because it was a pretty cool plan. Um, so she's driving her bike through buildings and you've got Captain Carter. She's running through buildings and they've got this game plan. And the, the plan, as we understand and know, is to get this Zola virus, which is basically what he is at this point. Yep. Into Ultron. Okay. Okay. This is where... Because they couldn't do it before. Now now, now that we remember it, they couldn't do it before because he was off-world. Yeah. He was, he so was, that's he why was, it didn't he was out before. of range. He was out of range of the hive, so to speak. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the part that I didn't like. Okay. You're essentially... <laughs> you're essentially giving these stones or this... this this ultra being that is Ultron to Hydra. And you do nothing with it. That, that bugged me. Cause I'm thinking like, even back when, you know, we first saw Natasha and, um, Oh my God. Clint. Yeah. Clint. Thank you very much. Back when we saw Natasha and Clint and they're going through everything and they get Zola. I'm, I'm I was thinking then like, this is a bad idea. Like, if if this was anything else, this would be a massively horrible idea. Like, we're we're going to give Hydra the stones. Dude. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling that if Cap was actually around to witness any of this, he would, like... <laughs> like, what would, is wrong with you? Exactly. What is wrong with you? We're not doing this. We will find another way. Like, this is not... I don't know. But... But... But Carter did it, and she knows the whole situation, too, and she was cool exactly, with it. Yeah, that, okay, fine. Then forget about so, Captain America. We have Carter here who knows all about Hydra. And, right, yeah, I know. sure, this is, this, this is a good idea. No, it's not. This is a horrible idea. So it's just... It was the best nitpick. idea they had because Zola, Zola didn't want to kill all humans. That's what Ultron wants to do. No. He wants to kill all life, destroy all life. So, anyway... <laughs> I, I get it. For example. And I, and I thought about it too. It's just example, like, why would you want to give him this power? What's to stop him from using these stones to bring back, like, the classic Hydra army and revive Red Skull? And, like, what's to stop Absolutely. him from doing that? <laughs> Absolutely. I so, know. Like, I'm like, what? That's no. what I thought too. <laughs> but but ul- that's not how things played out in this universe. <laughs> exactly. Ultimately, that does not happen. <laughs> and I was very right. upset. <laughs> Anyway, they're running, they're biking through the buildings. She sh- jumps off the building with her bike, shoots mm-hmm. the arrow. So we got arrow out, Carter up, helmet off, arrow in the eye. Yep. Okay. So 
cool. I mean, it was, it was a great shot. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was. It was a much better, um, you know, projectile to the eyeball than Superman Returns. Um, I enjoyed it much better. Um, so <laughs> at this point, you got Zola who's in his head. And I, I, I actually really enjoyed seeing this back and forth between the two of them. It was, it cool, was cool. Like, within the head. It was cool. You know, almost reminiscent of the first time we saw Ultron and Jarvis. What is your you know, objective? But with actual faces. <laughs> yeah, what is your objective? And he's just like, well, <laughs> he's, his objective at this point, because he knows that, you know, programs run on objectives. And his objective was basically to make Hydra, you know, be supreme. And he's like, well, now that Hydra's gone, I guess my objective is just to end you. So he takes him, knocks him down. He's down for the count. Mm-hmm. And Killmonger, who this is my big question I was going to ask earlier. Why did the Watcher choose Killmonger? Well, we find probably out because why he later. knew this would happen. Yeah, I guess so. So <clears throat> I think he just Killmonger. I think he chose. I think he ultimately yeah. chose Killmonger because of the tech that he has. Yeah, there really is. I suppose that really is that his working option. knowledge. Yeah, that and his working knowledge of the technology was yeah. super helpful here. And anyway, he um. So he uses the Ultron head and becomes something new. I don't know what else to say, but he basically just like sucks all the armor onto him and becomes this new whatever being. Mm. Now, okay, so we've got this armor. We don't have a gauntlet now. We just have like this armor, the suit that's uh, an infinity suit. Okay, all right, I'll take it. Um, and he offers to give everyone their lives back and their homes and all that stuff. And he's in, I mean, the thing about the way that they've done this character is. Certain times he seems semi-sincere, but the thing is, we always know that he's selfish. He's up to something. But I, I also did for a moment think he just really wants his, his home to be back. You know, so, um, like, he, want, he wants to set things right. So if he has the power to set things right, the ultimate power, um, then you'd think that he would just, you know, take that and fix things, right? And then just move on. I don't know. What else does he want? I guess with, you know, with all that power, it gets to your head. Yeah. So he'd go even further. I think what it comes down so to that's is, kind of I think what, what it comes at? down to here is at what cost. Right, right. You know, and that's kind of what T'Challa here is, um, is talking about when he says, cousin, you know, take the, give us the stones or take the stones out or, or, or whatever. So everybody else is kind of thinking at what cost. This is not the right thing to do. These stones are way mm-hmm. too powerful just know this is all a bad idea. So I, I do like that they kind of right. keep that around. Like even even when you look at, you know, Infinity War and well, more specifically Endgame, when they're talking about what exactly to do with these stones, they just want to bring everybody back and then it's we're going to destroy them or we're going to, you know, put them back where they belong and blah 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 blah. Same thing right, here. Right. So I'm glad that they I'm glad that they carry that forward. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like yeah. this. It's almost like this underlying concept that no one person is responsible enough to wield these stones. Like it's right. just overall right. a bad idea, no matter how you look at it. And I'm glad that's a. I'm glad that's a commonly running theme throughout the MCU mm-hmm. and 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 this. It's really, I like that because if they just went ahead yeah. and they're like, yeah, let's go fix everything, I would have, I would have noped out. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like when you had Deadpool just going around, traveling through time. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, just messing around with stuff. <laughs> Let's go here. Let's go there. Which didn't make sense because I thought they, he could only transport like once. But yet, at the end, whatever. It's Deadpool. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, we get a stomach face. 
that's fun. So suddenly Zola <laughs> is just like a stomach face. <laughs> And they start fighting over the armor. It's like, that armor was for me. <laughs> and it starts fighting for it. And, um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> we're, um, they're fighting back and forth. They're fighting over it. And finally, Strange realizes we were never meant to win. We were just meant to separate the stones from the body. Mm-hmm. Got it. So he basically, um, captures the stones at that point, puts them someplace safe or whatever. And then, yeah, they get, we get him. They they get bubbled. Yeah, they they get bubbled up, and okay. Stephen is now the watcher of that universe. So, uh, hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you have you have Zoloff and you have Killmonger inside this bubble, and they're in this forever battle over over these stones. Hmm. It, it seems to me that they could just agree to use the stones to break out and then continue fighting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. We're in a bubble. All right, well, let's get out of here and you and I can continue this battle. Like. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Eh? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. At this point, I was kind of like. I think it's over. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's why. That's why I said at the beginning of us, you know, hitting record. You know, all in all, great show, but this ending is kind of it's it's clunky. It's not it's not a smooth landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. It was it was entertaining. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best okay. we can say. It was entertaining. So, yeah. So then we get back over here, and I mean, the thing's over. It's over. We're done. No, we're not. They finally gave us an end credit scene. Got it. Cool. So, um, Carter's just like, "Hey, can you just give me my happy ending? I think I deserve it." He goes, "No, that world, that time needs a Captain Carter." It's like, yep. "Okay, fine." But then you got Natasha who's there. She's like, yeah, I'm glad you won, but I lost. You're going to send me back to that world where I'm the only one there? That's ridiculous. What's the matter with you? Like, I get that. She makes so a good point. She makes a really good point. What's the point of me going back there? You might as well just not. Yeah. That's not going to help anything. It's, um, there's no point. So when he, he she, doesn't, she doesn't realize that his plan is actually to put her somewhere else. And he puts her on a world that lost their widow. Okay. That's. Hmm. Thoughts? This is the only thing in this show that I think is going to be canon. Mm-hmm. The way that That's the way that Natasha the way that Natasha is reintroduced to the Avengers, the way that it was done here, it seems like it's something that the MCU would absolutely do. Yep. In either whatever multiverse of madness is going to be. Or, you know, whatever the Eternals is going to be if they if they introduce the, um, you know, one of the, I don't know how many supreme beings or gods or whatever are going to make an appearance in that movie. This seems like it's plausible. Yeah. But, but, here's my question. And this is where I, I you remember what happened, obviously, we lost Carrie Fisher a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
oh man my th my first thought was they killed the wrong parent <laughs> when they killed <laughs> up, when they killed off Han Solo yeah. I was like oh that stinks because how are they going to make this work but they did now isn't Scarlett Johansson not returning because of this whole lawsuit thing that's going on right now I don't know I mean, I would assume that she's not returning. So, but if that's because I mean, from... then okay, fine, she's done. I, but I, no, I think she. But they could have easily edited this episode and just not had that ending like that. So I think she will return. You know, unless I, they plan on getting her back. I think she will return. Like I think all of them will return. I don't think the issue was mm. so much with Marvel or 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 Disney per se. I think it was more of the lines of the way that the film was released. The fact that it was, you know, right. pirated <laughs> up the wazoo before a whole bunch of people had the opportunity to actually go to the theater and pay to see it. Um, right. Something with, something with, you know, contract details and the way that her payout was. And it was just because the way that that movie was released, it was a mistake. And Scarlett Johansson and, and the entire cast, for that matter, definitely deserved to be compensated towards the fullest. And they mm -hmm. weren't. So I, I, I agree with the lawsuit in that respect. But I, I, I do think that, you know, they, everybody's eventually going to return to this thing. So they could still, yeah. they could still do it. I don't, think, I don't think she's done. You know, she, I don't think that's the case at all. So it's, you know, I know that it's up in the air kind of with some people, but I, I, I'm optimistic for, you know, these characters and, and the actresses and actresses who play them. And yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Okay. That's it. Well, anyway, they're here. Uh, one thing that was interesting was uh, I was trying to figure out when and where and how and where she was brought to because they're fighting Loki. Yeah. And, and he refers to them as replacement Avengers. Yeah. So when, where, and how does this fit into the universe, that, as you said, that is the one we know now? Zero idea. No idea. Okay, okay. No idea. I'm so not yeah, even, I'm not, that's... I'm not 100% sold that this is the universe that we know and that we've been introduced to. I'm, okay, that's what I was saying. No, okay. There's no, um, there's no hint that that's the case at all. It's just, here is another universe, and they lost Widow. And you're going to fill those shoes. Here you go. There's no, oh, this is 616 or they're not alluding to that at all. So it could, it could very much be anything. We, we just, we don't know. Right. Yet. They still have yet to, they still have yet to number any of these universes. So we've never heard 616 except for the little Easter egg that was there in, um, in, uh, Jalen Hall said Endgame. 616. Did he? Oh, you're right. He did. He did bring it up afterwards. Jalen after Hall Endgame. brought up 616. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. We're there. Anyway, then you get this big line here, which was interesting. Um, just the Watcher basically saying, all creatures are searching for a place to belong, a place to call home. As for me, I'm the Watcher. The multiverse, every world, every story is, at, is my home, and I will protect it to the end. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, now he's... Now he's loosening up a little bit with certain things and realizing that sometimes you have to step in. God, yeah. Cool. Um, at this point, we get Captain Carter back on the ship, right back to where she was. Romanoff pops up and um, basically takes out that dude. Um, 
and then they find out what the pirates were after, which was the Hydra Stomper. Hmm. And there's somebody inside. Interesting. So, how, what, why, when? I, I didn't well, I guess see next this. season we'll find out. Oh. <laughs> you didn't see this. I didn't yes, know there was, was an after credit end. scene. <laughs> yep, yep. So, I just, the credit started rolling <laughs> and I hit stop. And went, I, dude, the credit started rolling and I turned everything off and went to sleep this morning, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that was it. That's what happened. That okay, was the, so, the end credit scene. Okay, so explain to me explain to me what happened. So she shows right back up to where she was when she first got picked off by the watcher. Okay. Got picked up. And Natasha pops up, takes that guy out. They're like, Oh, let's go see what what they were pirating. And she goes, Yeah. And they look inside of a of a box and inside is the Hydra Stomper, basically the, the big ironmonger that Steve Rogers was using back in back in the day. Okay. And she said, she's like, oh, man, it's the Hydra Stomper. She's like, yeah, and there's somebody inside. There's somebody inside. And that was the end. Steve Rogers is inside. Really? That's what they're alluding to, is somehow he survived. So I don't know if that meant he was frozen in there or something. Um, or he's just like this withered old guy <laughs> who somehow sustained his life while sitting inside the, the Hydra Stomper suit. I don't know. But... Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. It's just a it's just a big like, hey, get ready for next season. That would make <clears throat> so. excuse me. That would make sense because mm-hmm. you get this whole well, I, and I know that they don't really they don't really do this, but you get this whole um, comic book story arc going on, and I think the comic is still running right now with you know basically Captain America being a Hydra agent. Oh, so that okay. that that mm-hmm. is going on in the comic world. I don't know if it's still going on. I don't know if it ended or not. So it, that would mm-hmm. that would make perfect sense if they did something like that. Right. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. All right. Yep. So I guess uh, I guess that's that. So I mean, they did confirm this a season two, I believe. So we know that that is going to happen. Which yeah, that's again that's, pretty yeah. interesting. They're going to so we shall see be a second season. Yeah, so cool, cool. Anyway, um, I think overall the whole show, like I said, it was definitely it was good fun. You know, yeah. there were some episodes that were kind of like meh. They did it. Um, there were other episodes that were really, really awesome. Um, and I think it came together as well as they could make it come together, given what it is. So I'm not really upset about it. I think it was. I think it was well done. It was worth the time. You no, know? I, I excuse and, me. I agree. It was. It was well worth yeah. the time. It was a good time. It was fun. It was ridiculous. It was stupid. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, I said mm-hmm. before, I mm-hmm. think the landing of this thing was a little bit clunky with the way that they left everything off, especially with Ultron and, and, and Killmonger and, and, and that whole situation. It was like, yeah, it's okay. Sure. Go, go for it if you really want to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, the one thing that I do wish, and it's kind of, you know, in line with some things that you have said. I do mm-hmm. wish that they would start putting a number to whatever universe we were in or some kind of right something something to say hey this is this universe and this is that universe and here is the differences and you can either tell it verbally or you can show it visually you know a subtitle down in the corner to to let us know where exactly mm-hmm. we are so we can better make sense of things that are going on I I think that would be a good idea <laughs> just so I just so I right. can be grounded and and I can somewhat 
you know, know when and where and, and how we are in, in time and across the universe and the multiverse and whatnot. Cause the way the things, yeah. the way the things ran throughout the show, it was very jumbled and up in the air. And there were a couple of times where I was lost and I didn't know where I was. So when, if they're going to yeah. continue this idea of, of traveling across, you know, the multiverse and in either, in either an, an animated series like this, or even in the films moving forward, I really hope mm. that something like that is implemented because I, I, I need to, yeah. I, I need a better understanding of where I am. So that's, mm-hmm. um, that's what I will say. And I'm, I'm done. That's it. Yeah, me too. Good times. Well, thank you guys for following us on this journey uh, through the what if as we, you know, didn't really know what we were getting into. And hey, here it is. Um, we do have uh, the next thing coming out Marvel wise that we will be discussing is going to be most likely Hawkeye. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to do the Eternals. I know we'll have to touch upon that at some point because that'll Whenever be interesting. Whenever the movie comes out. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think the movie is planning is it's set to come out in a month. Okay. Yeah, but a, about a month for, a little over a little under a month from now. All right. Um, early that... November it'll be coming out, so we can we can uh, see when we're gonna have the chance to check that out and review it. But um, between now and the time that we start talking about the new series Hawkeye, um, that's going to be releasing on November twenty fourth. That's only six episodes, um, for that. We will be, um, officially, I will announce it, we will be uh, discussing the first season of Cobra Kai. I know it's a little off the path that we normally follow. Uh, So this is uh, something that Chuck and I have been doing. He's been asking me to do it for like a year. And I'm like, fine, fine, we'll talk about Cobra Kai. Um, So, uh, Will, did you watch Cobra Kai? Nope, no interest. Nope, no interest. (laughs) All right. Zero interest um, in Cobra Kai. It's 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 an interesting show. So we have a lot of interesting things to talk about um, as we go through it. It's got its nostalgia. Uh, Chuck is a big um, big fan of martial arts. Um, he's um, he actually actually he started recently back up again in martial arts doing um, Weishi Ru, mm-hmm. and um, it's the same same um, same that my my daughter did. So she in a year and a half she started off a uh, white belt and then she was one. T- yeah, she was basically one promotion away to being a purple belt. So mm. she was she worked her way up there, and she is turning six the end of this month. So good for her. She was the youngest kid to to start, and that they kind of um, sparked a bunch of other young kids to to get into it. Anyway, go on forever about my awesome family. But um, yeah, the plan will be Cobra Kai. So keep your eyes and ears opened and prepared for some Cobra Kai stuff coming out uh, between now and 